1: Kia to everyone and welcome back to own the feels. I know that you've missed us. Uh, But this is brought to you in partnership with Love Better. It's the podcast where we're doing our damnedest to help us all break up better, which means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it. So for the next part of this season, we are joined by Belle, who you all know and love. Belle chimes into our weekly newsletter every Wednesday, and she writes our Sunday newsletter. And She talks about – honestly, she talks about breakups. She talks about love, life, losing, getting through it, having a who cares moment. She's just an ocean of knowledge on how to exist in the world, which, you know, we need on this podcast because as good as I am, I'm not an ocean. I'm about a lagoon of knowledge. (laughs) Belle's got a few more years on me. Do you mind me saying that? (laughs) Not many. (laughs) And before we actually got on the podcast, we tried to figure out the the soundtrack to this recording sesh, and we landed on Silver Springs, Fleetwood Mac, in particular, the bridge. So we're really channeling... In your... particular, the bridge. <laughs> in particular, the bridge. Don't know if you know, we're in a band. <laughs> anyway, Val, we're talking about breakups today. Mm. We're talking about breakups for the next few weeks. Mm lucky us and we probably should start with your relationship stories or your sort of breakup experiences if you wouldn't mind divulging. (laughs) Like how
0: I'm qualified in matters of the heart. (laughs) Incredibly so. Firstly like honestly this is one of my deep passions to talk about not because I love heartbreak I think it is close to the worst feeling in the world but because I think it reveals so much about ourselves and how we feel about ourselves and how we felt about someone else mm-hmm. and um, that's how we phoenix out of like terrible situations and, and 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 ways in which we feel like we've lost ourselves. I feel like when we come out the other side of it we're like the best version of, of who we can possibly be. Um, not without a huge life-shattering devastating pain and confusion along the way I was like laughing about how to introduce myself on this podcast because it's such a funny way to qualify yourself with how many relationship
1: failures you've had no honestly at least you have relationships that have failed
0: Uh, or I don't know also like Have they failed or did they just run their course? I would sort of love to argue the latter. That's the on the feels
1: way. Yeah. That
0: is the healed way. Yeah. Good work.
1: You've listened to the first six eps. It's the enlightened
0: way. No, I'm kidding. But it kind of is. And, like, actually I read that from an Alan de Baton book, which was just, like, we treat relationships ending like huge failures and and crises. And, and yes, sometimes they are, but what if they're just the ends of chapters? And that was, like, the most – useful piece of knowledge when i have had all kinds of breakups i've fallen in love with foreigners and moved to the other side of the world i've been stalked at work i've been living with someone and broken up and standing in an empty apartment holding an internet router like wondering who the fuck is going to take it home with them um i've had that like dizzy life changing first love that alters you in a way you don't quite conceive then Um, and I've had like unresolved romantic like kind of trysts or endeavours that like um, you know have kind of ebbed and flowed throughout my life so I would love to say like a gorgeous kaleidoscope of romantic failures and and
1: endeavours some good some horrific here we are to tell the story. She's our expert everyone honestly as much as I Think I know about things. Belle often knows twenty times more oh God, via, via lived experience. <laughs> so I'm sorry you've had to go through that kaleidoscope, but unfortunately, our listeners are going to really thrive out of. <laughs> your I
0: love being able to use that to help other people, Phoenix.
1: Because yeah. I feel like in a breakup
0: you are just in well, the worst ones I've had. You're just completely out of your body and in such a. Stage of grief that speaking to people who have been through something similar or have a hot take or are calm and wiser, just like absolute gold in, in that moment and often help you
1: phoenix out of it. And that is us today. And that tonight, Matthew. <laughs> that is us. <laughs> and so today we are talking about situationships and situationship breakups because. They're very common and I feel like very confusing because how do you reconcile, you know, the aftermath of a a relationship that none of you had labelled was actually a proper relationship? You sort of, I feel like you're kind of questioning whether you can grieve it or whether you're meant to just be really chill about it. So you all... Bless Your Souls had a lot of situationship stories, which, as always, help us guide these episodes. I will never get over how generous you all are. But before we get into your stories, I thought, feels ironic to define something that doesn't want to label. (laughs) Oh my God, so good. yeah. (laughs) Um, But I thought we'd give some definitions. Uh, I love this one from Urban Dictionary. Let's just chill, have sex, and be confused on the fact that we are not together but have official emotions for each other. Oh, my God, no,
0: this absolutely sends me. And it's like, (laughs) why can't we? It's just like being afraid to commit, and I think we can get into this later, but I, I feel like the world in which we live now is so digital and ephemeral and like next, 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 maybe something's better. I can go home and swipe on my phone and probably connect with someone in a better way. And there's like
1: fear of like taking the leap. I know. And it just, we will get into this later, but the idea that, but what if they're not the best option? Oh, oh that just it kills me. So now we have a bit more of an a fish definition. This is from Jess Carbino, who's actually got a PhD, so great to have an expert on here. No <laughs> <Like> offense.
0: I'm taking all
1: She's a former sociologist for Tinder and Bumble. Bumble! <laughs> for Tinder and Bumble. And she says, situationships can be defined as a romantic relationship that lacks commitment and the associated norms and expectations. So that's like, you're kind of in a relationship, but you don't do all the normal relationship things. You sort of just sleep with each other.
0: Yeah, you just turn up at like 8.30 after work with some Vietnamese food and make out and go to sleep. Yeah. But you don't Talk have about to your like, day? Yeah, maybe, but you don't have to like- meet their family or like go to Briscoe's with them and buy like linen or like do the boring stuff that often makes a relationship feel really domestic.
1: Yeah. And then we have this one from Time magazine, which is just a funny place to get a situationship definition. (laughs) Somewhere between great love and no strings attached lies a category of relationship that needs a bit more defining. It's emotionally connected, but without commitment or future planning. The labels boyfriend and girlfriend don't really apply, but it's way beyond a casual hookup. It includes going on dates, having sex, and building intimacy without a clear objective in mind. Enter situationship. That's an interesting one because... They say that there's no future planning in mm. that one. And it kind of makes sense because the situation ship is the classic 3am you up text, it right? It is.
0: It's the reply guy. It's yes. the like, I'm just kind of seeing
1: someone. Oh. It's like... Oh. Or it's the like, you are so fun. Like, why are you not in a relationship? it's yeah, so- crazy that no one's chosen <sighs> you yet. Wild, but
0: do you want to make out? <sighs> <sighs> it's also like, um, if you... Uh, free yourself from the fear of planning for the future. It's it's like, oh, I don't care if they see me yoga in my like sweaty yoga gear because yeah. like I don't I don't care if they don't like me that much. It's like really self protective sort of relationships. Hey,
1: what should be like that should be what you do if you want a time. big future with them. Like yeah. you should. But it's interesting that we set these boundaries for ourselves to self protect when we're like not fully confident, and especially when we're young though at high school. The Worst thing ever would have been someone that you were interested in, whether it was a relationship or a situationship, catching you at a time where you just weren't prepared, and that's because we were oh all God, just figuring out had that. Yeah, yeah, it's like don't see him in the supermarket with my mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, die, I die a thousand times, but also like I would argue there's a flip side to it, and I've had a situationship before that was like very fun, very like just I don't know exactly what we both needed they I think wanted more and I was just not in the right place in my life so I would say they're not all bad but I also think when you enter something with someone whatever scope it is you're like two lines traveling forward together and to deny yourselves of the fact that you're moving into a future is like to completely ignore the fact that inevitably a decision will have to be made as to whether you keep going or not and
1: And I think that that decision and that communication around that decision is something that we've talked about a lot in the first six episodes. About if you're feeling like you're about to ghost someone or you're about to be ghosted, although that's sort of against the point of ghosting. You don't really now, <laughs> that it's coming. You have a premonition. You have a premonition. <laughs> Go and listen to those episodes and take it like a champ. Have mm. those chats. Don't just leave someone hanging, especially someone that you've like had a situationship with, and even if you haven't wanted to romantically connect with. You probably have. Yeah. But I thought to help us um, begin this episode, we would just read a story of a textbook situationship breakdown from one of the listeners. Just so you all know, it's not just me and Belle's takes on <laughs> all of these things. You all Imagine. feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this person said, we were hanging out four nights per week. They met my parents. We'd been seeing each other for about six months and they still wouldn't call me their partner. Listen. If a label is too much to ask, then the relationship isn't going to give you what you need. These behaviours won't change when you become official. Be honest with yourself and know your own worth. When someone is showing you who they are and how they feel, listen and believe them. So what I make of this one is it was a situationship to one party. Yes. The other party maybe wanted more and there was no communication. Yes. Yes. This is like, the storyline of, like,
0: two friends rom-com of all yeah. time, right? Yeah. I think they have, like, such clarity about this situation. Yeah. Well, at, the, <laughs> at the end, which is just, and I think I know. it kind of relates to what I was saying before, where you're you're both moving into a future, and, and if one of you isn't into it, then it will always
1: create an imbalance. And then you have to realise that it's better that it stopped. You yeah. actually didn't want – like this person has – they weren't going to give you what you ever wanted. No.
0: And just like not being official with you when – like four nights a week is a lot.
1: I know. Meeting the parents, that's like not situationship territory. I can't even Textbook. work out, go to the gym, do anything yeah. four nights a week. So. No. <laughs> so fair enough and really great that that person has come through that, learned the lesson. Now that we know what a situationship is mm. – um Something that we were wondering as we were sort of writing these scripts, Belle and I, was why suddenly situationships are everywhere. And obviously it's because situation situationship as a label has come around to something Belle and I love, sort of put a name to something mm. that we were all doing for years, you know. The world has been having situationships. We just probably haven't been calling it situationships so we again I'm going to validate you all here this is what we did a lot in the first few episodes we've grown up seeing movies like friends with benefits and no strings attached there was actually like Uh, probably a period of two years where there was multiple movies that you couldn't distinguish between. No, no. Like, what one was Justin Timberlake in? I'm not sure. Which two, like, white, heterosexual
0: lead characters were playing, like, fraught, kind of wealthy, (laughs) but can't deal with their
1: emotions. Hate each other, but they're just going to fuck because it's primal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he turned up to
1: a house with a cake at the end and it was crazy. Yes. So they, these people in these movies and pop culture and things like that showed us that all these people were too busy for a relationship but they craved romantic connection and they would do these sort of no-strings-attached arrangements and, surprise, surprise, end up falling in love. It was all quite confusing but also at the same time quite textbook. John Mayer plays in the background. Oh, <laughs> Slow dancing in a burning room. Oh. <laughs> me and then also something that Belle and I just discussed earlier was that we have grown up in an age where online dating has become huge I don't really think I need to explain that to anyone that online dating exists and I feel like especially when I was at uni finding someone to just hook up with or sleep with or whatever it's was just happening everywhere. It was so easy. You could just swipe, 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 go on a night out and then go home with someone. And, but what, and I thought about this, I remember a few years ago watching my friends go on dating apps and thinking about this thing called the paradox of choice, oh which yeah. doesn't just pertain to this situation. The paradox of choice is where you have too many choices that you're basically stuck and you can't make a single decision. And so, for example, and I use this one a lot, if you really needed jam and you went to the supermarket and there was only strawberry or blueberry, you'd probably find it quite easy to know which one you were feeling like having. Yeah,
0: totally. But you
1: got, you need jam, right? You go to the supermarket, there's blackberry, blueberry, mixed berry, raspberry, strawberry. Fusion berry. No, and you just – there's too many decisions that often you're like, I actually don't want that, I'm going to go get Nutella instead yes. because it's too hard to make a decision. And so I sort of feel like with dating – we're finding it too hard to make a decision because we're so scared of not picking the right one that this paradox of choice means that we just can't decide. And so situationships are like, well, I'll have you and then I'll have you. I'll and- have you for now. I'll have like a little tiny bit of
0: jam here and a different jam next week. Yes. I also think <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that I was older than you. Not, I'm like, <laughs> how much? Like five years yeah. older than you. But I think I grew up just before – As in, when I was at uni, dating apps weren't invented. I'm pretty sure. I don't think we had Uber. Man, I sound so
1: (gasps) old. You didn't have Uber (laughs) 8.
0: No, Uber. I don't think Uber existed when I was at uni. So I kind of came of age where the best place to meet people was in bars. And the energy was like quite – (laughs) to <laughs> say horny and romantic in that way because you didn't have that sort of thing in the back of your mind of oh I can just go home
1: and swipe in my bed yes. or if they swiped on my best friend and yeah I'm not- yeah
0: yeah there was totally none of that and so there was more of a feeling of serendipity and well there's this like cute person at the bar if I don't talk to them now I might yes. not ever talk to them again so it felt more like real life living yes and I, what sort of Growing up and through my twenties, as dating apps came about, it's been so interesting to really feel that mentality shift of
1: lots more gems on yes. the market shelf. How can I choose? And and having that fear of commitment because you could be on a date and they could be swiping when you go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh! And I so just hate that idea, <laughs> I just. I feel like it just makes so much sense, one, why we're getting scareder and scareder, not good English <laughs> there, to get into relationships and why situationships feel like the best option because it seems like all the fun without the commitment, but it does mean when you break up from them, it's just very confusing and very hard to navigate and you're like a Ship at sea without a compass. I don't know if that's no. That's
0: sail. That was really good. I loved that analogy. <laughs> I also think like if you have a formal relationship, you're allowed to grieve, and there are all these like dumb social yes. rules around, like you you are allowed to be sad for as many months you were together or whatever. Like those yes. dumb kind of like yeah.
1: Milestones. Yeah, that, yeah. It's like the seven stages of grief, right? Totally. That's not how it works. But if you don't
0: have, like, if they didn't meet your friends or if they weren't at your birthday dinner or if they, like, no one really knew about it, mm-hmm. then when you end it, you don't have those, like, formal measures yes. of, of process, And it makes
1: it so much harder to, one, know what you're feeling, what you think you're allowed to feel. Maybe your friends didn't even know about the situation, or they thought, well, that person wasn't good for you anyway because they never committed. Yeah, it's just, it comes with a whole lot. It can be harder. It comes with a whole lot more confusing feelings. Yes, totally. Hey team, if you want to listen to more of our new podcast all about breakups, Own the Feels, you just need to jump over to our Culture Vulture feed wherever you get your podcasts.